Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Are you struggling to find women who seem to be worth dating? Does it seem like the world is full of bad eggs? <laughs> Do you have past relationship experiences that, that seem to have taught you that most women, even if they seem nice in the beginning, turn out to be really different to how they at first seem to be? Or perhaps you're just watching this video because you really want to find one really amazing partner and you've been lucky and haven't had horrible experiences yet. Today, I'm going to talk to you about why most men have the completely wrong strategy to finding an amazing partner. And of course, most importantly, what the strategy and mindset is that you need to have. Most of the men that I and my coaches work with in Sydney in our in-person boot camps that we run, they all have a very similar way of thinking when it comes to finding a really great partner. They think to themselves, all right, if I find the one really incredible woman or one of the few really incredible women that are out there and I convince her to date me, then all of a sudden, you know, I'm going to have a fantastic relationship. Sure, there are going to be some ups and downs. There are ups and downs in every relationship. But if she's the right woman, if I've managed to attract a really great woman, then it's really going to be a fantastic relationship. But I actually disagree. Well, Mostly. See, while your choice and partner is important, I mean, you want to find a woman with the right kind of personality profile and dreams and hopes and wishes that you have. Most men think that it's all about finding the right woman, but actually the way any woman's going to treat you is largely, not completely, but very largely going to be controlled by you, who you are as a man. Today, I'm going to argue why on the hunt for an incredible partner, the actual woman you choose is only about 20 percent of the pie <laughs> and whereas actually who you are as a man and getting your shit together as a man is about 50 percent of, of the whole battle and your relationship skills and conflict resolution skills resolution skills account for about 30 percent so who you date the actual woman you choose is only 20 percent importance think that's a wild hypothesis well let's find out so let's break this down a little bit. Let's first look at the 50%, which is how much you've got your shit together as a man. Now, what does that mean? It means that, you know, how confident are you? How, how aware of you are you of your internal value, the things that you bring to the party? How well have you learned to manage your baggage as a human being? And all human beings have baggage. And how well have you learned to manage that baggage as a man? Do you, do you like deal with your insecurities and all that stuff? in a mature adult way, or you still like revert to being a little child in those moments. All this stuff, this is having your shit together as a man. And I want you to imagine that you start dating a woman. And let's say this woman is a bit of a bulb buster, right? Right from the get-go, she's kind of really on your case. So what this woman's doing, she's testing you, right? She's pushing the boundaries really obviously with you. Now, every time she pushes a boundary, what she's actually doing, she's looking to see how you respond. So. Do you just bend right over and just be a complete doormat and she can walk all over you? Or do you get really emotional and angry the second she's pushed a boundary and you get really upset at her? Or do you smile knowingly and respond in a very level adult way and set a clear boundary so she knows that it's not acceptable to try this again with you? Right? Depending on how you respond ongoing is going to tell her whether she can feel safe with you, whether she can really trust you are who you're claiming to be. Right, because don't forget in the beginning of any relationship, you're claiming to more or less have your act together. 
Once she feels safe, something really amazing is going to happen. So once you pass all these tests, almost every woman, and I say almost every woman, is going to start to give you love and respect. It doesn't matter how much of a ball buster she is in the beginning. It doesn't matter how hard she is. <laughs> She's going to all of a sudden become loving and caring and respectful of you, right? Because you've, you've created that environment for her that she can feel safe as a woman. Now, if we flip that around, imagine you start dating a woman who's right from the get-go. She's really loving and really tender and really respecting of you as a man. She seems to be everything that you've always wanted in a partner. She cheats you in a way your ex didn't. This must be the perfect woman. So you start to date this woman. But over time, like after a little while, in the beginning things are perfect, but after a while she starts to henpeck at you. And she starts to nag and needle you about little things. And you start to get really annoyed and really pissed off and it feels like she's starting to take you for a ride. And after a while, before you realize it, she's, she's, she's lost respect for you and she starts to treat you in a really passive-aggressive or unpleasant way. And you, suddenly it dawns on you, I've picked the wrong girl to date. <laughs> but what's happened here? What's happened is that there's two types of women. Every woman's going to test your boundaries and every woman's going to treat you depending on how you, you deal with this stuff, depending on how much you've got your shit together. Some women test you really hard in the beginning, right? Those women are going to wipe you off the list straight away. Other women aren't going to test you in the beginning, but they're going to test you later on once they're in a long-term relationship with you. One way or another, these women are going to test you. And if you are, if you can stand tall, set clear boundaries, be that the right kind of man, she's going to fall in line, right? It doesn't mean she's going to be a pussycat and she's going to become a pushover. I hope not. I hope that she probably isn't what you want either, but she's going to treat you with respect, right? That's going to be there. And generally, it's going to be like the right kind of loving, respectful relationship that you've always wanted but haven't been able to attain. But if you don't have that stuff, every woman you date is going to eventually end up a pain in your butt, <laughs> right? This is just how it is. Now, a really great example. This doesn't just work with men and women. Sorry, this just isn't just about how men behave around women. So I had this experience when I was a younger man. I want to give you a very real example of how this works. When I was a younger guy... I was a nice guy. Uh, through and through, I was just uh, uh, too much of a pushover. I was too eager to please. Didn't want to disappoint women. I've talked about nice guy syndrome in the past. And then at some point, I started dating this woman. And this woman, she was a nice woman, nice enough, but she was needy as hell. And she was just all the bad things that I do when I was a younger guy as a nice guy. She was like that times 10, right? Way over nice, way too eager to please always in my face, always in my space, got nervous and anxious when I wasn't around, right? All this kind of stuff. And something amazing happened. I started treating her exactly how my bad exes were treating me. Like, I, I, I couldn't help it. Like, I was getting frustrated and annoyed with her. And like, I wouldn't want to see her and I'd go hot and cold on her. And and I would, I would find myself taking advantage of situations, even though sometimes I'd try not to, I'd just find myself doing it. It was the most amazing thing. It's like suddenly I became the bitch. Well, you know, the bitch is in, not the bitch. The person gets walked all over. The bitch is in the person who's mean to the other person and doesn't have respect for them. I became that one. I became the mean person, the bastard, if you want to use the guy term. What happened? What happened was that, again, we're humans. We respond to other humans in relationships. Largely, we respond to that person, right? We don't lose our personality, but how we end up treating them is a, to a large degree how we tell them how they tell us to treat them. And this is what's happening to you in relationships. So how about the other slice of this pie, the 30%, okay, which is your relationship management skills and your conflict resolution. Well, 
every relationship requires work <laughs> to become to to really be successful long term. But what most people do is they they get comfortable in the beginning of a relationship because all our hormones are flooding through our bodies, so we do all the nice things. We're always attentive to the other person. We always work hard to try to make them feel good about themselves. Early relationship stuff that's easy. Any fool can get early relationship right. But down the line, what happens is that if you don't have like high quality relationship building skills, you end up how a lot of couples go, where one or both parties end up feeling unappreciated, unloved, transparent, not sexually attractive to the other party anymore, right? And you see this in a lot of marriages, a lot of marriages that break down. This is what's happened. Like the, it's often the wife who ends up feeling this way, but it can certainly be the man as well. I've had it as a man. I've seen other men experience this too. But this happens. And it happens because there's no relationship management going on. It just it's allowed. It starts really well. And life gets in the way, and it doesn't get managed well anymore. There's no spark reintroduced into the relationship. There's no novelty brought in. There's no excitement. There's no. You just become friends, like right, like asexual friends, completely or worse. Um, and, but even more important than that is the flip side, right? Which is the conflict resolution, and this is a big one. Most of us, myself included, we grow up in an environment, and I didn't grow up in a terrible family environment. Don't get me wrong, but. My family didn't have a healthy conflict resolution style. We weren't very good at resolving conflict properly, and most families aren't. In all honesty, so if you grew up in an environment where you didn't learn good quality conflict resolution, you didn't learn to adult to 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 argue as an adult, right, and to to resolve conflict not from a childlike space but from an adult space and respect another person's views even when they're different, even when you're angry. You can really struggle in relationships because it doesn't matter who you date, doesn't matter what kind of woman you decide to date, you're gonna have, she's gonna annoy you, she's gonna make you so mad, and you're gonna make her so mad. Sometimes it's gonna happen. You're gonna have fights. Shouldn't have fights a lot, but you're gonna have them. Now, if you've got a really bad, like a really poor conflict resolution style between you, what happens is you get resentments built up after arguments. Does this sound familiar to any of you who have been in bad relationships? So these resentments they build up, and what happens is they leak. So those resentments become lots of passive-aggressive behavior. So it could be things like eye-rolling or passive-aggressive statements throughout the week, or it can turn into out outright aggressive things, right? Like like shouting, screaming, hitting. You know, like I'm not suggesting it doesn't condone violence. Nothing ever condones that stuff, but it leads to these things, right? Because there's really poor conflict resolution skills going on. So again, doesn't matter how good the relationship is, you're going to have arguments. And if those arguments are handled badly because you've never learned how to handle、uh, disagreements, like powerful disagreements before, the relationship will eventually tear itself apart at the seams. So we've got these two th these two factors, which is、um, your having your shit together and your relationship management skills. Why is having your shit together so much more important? Well, it's fifty percent of the pie for this reason. See, there's a secret law of attraction in the world, and that secret law is this: we attract to ourselves women. Who reflect perfectly our internal state. So, if you're a strong, confident man who sets really clear boundaries and has his shit together in general, you're going to automatically meet women who are strong, have set clear boundaries,、um, has her shit together. You're just going to meet women like that, left, right, and center. I, I just don't generally meet many women these days who are who are weak and 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 insecure and don't have their act together. I just don't. I used to, but I don't anymore. But flip side. If you are really insecure and you don't have your you, your shit together, really, you, you're kind of just holding your life together at the seams, and you don't know how to set clear boundaries, then you're going to constantly meet neurotic, 
insecure women over and over and over and over again. And you're going to assume, you're going to think that that's because all women are like that, but they're not. Just all the women that right now you're attracting to yourself, because that's just the rule of the world. Like attracts like. So if you don't have your act together, you're just not going to meet women who do. <laughs> so that's another feature. So that's why I argue so strongly that it's not about the woman you choose. Sure, you, you, it, it, you will do well to pick a great partner, but I'd certainly argue that if I broke up with my long-term relationship tomorrow and dated and, and just dated a random woman off the street who wasn't really well suited to me personality-wise, I could still have a decent relationship with her where she showed me love and respect and generally looked after me and I generally looked after her. Um, I could still have that relationship with her even if she was wrong for me. But on the flip side, if I, if, if I didn't have that my act together, I could date the ideal woman and it would still turn into a living nightmare that would destroy me emotionally and quite possibly financially. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.